podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Well, before we let you jump into the latest episode of Round the Boards, the Speedway podcast this evening, I would just like to bring you a short message uh, regarding a rider. Um, and we would like to, uh, the episode this evening will be called the Vitaly Belusov episode. Um, during the show, you'll hear a quiz uh, between myself, Rob and Kane. Uh, where the rider is mentioned um, and we just want to bring you a story about his developments because at, at the time of going onto the radio yesterday we weren't aware what had happened to Vitaly but there's a quite a heartwarming story which has appeared today uh, and we'd just like you to bring that, bring you that news about Vitaly so uh, back in 2015 Vitaly had a really nasty accident with Artem Laguta in Russia he uh, broke his collarbone and pelvis and came very close to being paralysed uh, due to that collarbone injury um, and had essentially six hours to repair it, um, otherwise he may have been uh, paralysed. Um, obviously, the crash was said to be career-ending. Doctors think didn't think he'd be able to walk again, and uh, it might be a miracle if he did. And yet, three years after the crash, on July the 12th, 2018, Vitaly came back to the place he crashed in Togliati, Russia, uh, and was back on a bike again. Uh, just like to bring you some more quotes um, from Vitaly and... Um, the doctors were sceptical that he could walk again and, as I mentioned, leaning towards a miracle and the fact that he would return to the Speedway Ovals was already unthinkable. But not for the Russian rider. Vitaly um, didn't lay down. He worked hard, rehabilitated regularly and although the exercise was demanding not only physically but also financially, um, gradually spectators began to see Belusov at Speedway stadiums as a spectator. Uh, the cr- crutches that Vitaly needed to walk showed that his condition was improving, but no one except Vitaly believed that his condition would improve even more. Um, and on July the 12th, he told his fans on Facebook that he's back on a motorcycle after three years um, at the scene of the crash, which nearly uh, left him paralysed. Um, whether the, whether we get to see him race again in the future, um, it's unclear, but uh, from all accounts, Vitaly is... Uh, is a strong and determined young man uh, and, and would want to get back on a bike again. Um, he said, it's five years since my accident at Togliati. Uh, been through a lot during this time, learning how to walk again and reach for the goal. I really miss racing. Despite this, I learned many things that I didn't have time for before. Thanks to my family for the support and also to the people from all over the world, everyone who helped and stayed with me until the end. And he hopes his coaching career will be long and not less successful. Um, so I think you agree, um, although we weren't aware of who Vitaly was yesterday, um, it's nice to bring a heartwarming story that someone who has suffered such a serious accident has been able to come back um, and get himself back on a bike again. So hope you enjoy the show this evening. You'll, you'll hear Vitaly's name come up in uh, the double quiz that we have in the show. But for now, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. <laughs> Having a sing along. Welcome back. It's round the boards of Speedway podcast back on BHP Radio. Um, and hopefully, listeners on our Spotify and Anchor. Uh, joining me on the show this week again, Rob is back with us. And I'm delighted to say Kane is also back with us this week. Hello, guys. It's me. Hey, guys. I mean, we say we're delighted to hear Kane back, but that would be a lie. Yeah, I'll go. I'll probably, <laughs> I've probably thrown a word in there, probably unnecessarily. Isn't it? I mean, good's even stretching it a little bit. 
Kane has returned. He, he's he's here. It's 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 what what did you say? It's acceptable. It's acceptable. An the, acceptable in, return. It's an acceptable return. Like the yeah, racing on an afternoon on a weekend is acceptable at Bellevue. It's an acceptable return to have Kane back. Yeah, I mean he's got a lot to live up to after Ryan's performance on the quiz last week. So um, and that was a fix. Just to clarify. I mean, <laughs> The voice note that Kane left me last week with about 47 different answers in 12 seconds. Uh, I deserved probably, that. He'd have probably won last week. So Consider but yourself lucky. We shall see how it goes tonight. And uh, on the show tonight, um, obviously with a, a, a big, a, a few big meetings coming up over the course of the next week, we'll be focusing heavily on the Speedway of Nations, the Speedway of Nations 2, and also the British final, which will be happening next Monday. Um, no guests with us this evening, so you've got to put up with just us three for the show. Um, but we've got plenty to talk to, so we'll crack on uh, where we're going. And to begin with, uh, we're going to start with a guy who's in action this evening at Wolverhampton, uh, live on Eurosport, if anyone wants to watch, against Kingsland. Um, and he's just come last, actually, so it's not a great way to start for him. But um, Leon Flint um, became the British under-19 champion this week after a, a faultless display up at Redcar. Um, on Thursday evening. Um, he was joined on the podium by Jake Mulford, who also put in an extremely good performance, um, and Harry McGurk, who finished on 11 points, um, tied with Sam Hagen and Nathan Ablett. Uh, but he managed to win a runoff with those three. But uh, Kane, a great performance from Leon. Probably expected, though, really. Yeah, but you know, you, you can only beat what's in front of you, can't you? So it's good, good to see him actually get, get the title. Um I think, you know, we did, men- I don't know if we mentioned it on the show or not, uh, but we did say there was a few people to look out for, and I think we all did quite well, so we're all right, and so are they, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it was, um, uh, there's an injury to Harry McGurk that we'll come on to in a bit, but there were some good performances in there, and Rob, one that caught the eye for me was uh, Jake Mulford, um, who's, who's not had a lot of action this season, um, not on the speedway circuit anyway. Um, but he managed to, to take it almost to a last heat decider with um, Leon Flint in heat 19. But uh, he could be proud of his second place. Yeah, he's really um, he's ended up putting himself in the shop window, which, uh, as I imagine we're going to discuss in a little while, has, has paid dividends, really. it's um, we, we all I think all of us tips, obviously we all, probably figured that Leon Flint was, was probably going to win this one. Um, but yeah, with Jake Moffat was one of those that we picked out to be right up there. And um, yeah, he's, he's done a great job to, to come second. He's put himself in the shot window. Um, and obviously he's, he's, he's now got that team place elsewhere, which obviously we'll, we'll come to shortly. But yeah, I, yeah, he's going to be really happy with that. And that's, exa- that's exactly what he sort of needed to do to get himself get himself another team place. Yeah, exactly that. And uh, someone else that I just want a, a quick mention for is Jody Scott as well, who's uh, had many impressive appearances this season in the Na- National Development League, uh, particularly with Oxford and in some individuals as well. And he can count himself probably a little bit unlucky uh, with a first race engine uh, exclusion that he, he wasn't up there in the runoff for third place. But uh, another really good performance from Jody, who himself is only 15 years old. So a big well done to him. And as, as Rob just... Um, alluded to there. Well, I'll move on to uh, Jake Mulford, um, who has managed to get himself uh, up at Peterborough. Obviously, there was a lot of uh, issues with him at Kings Lynn, um, not created by himself, but um, created for him. 
Um, so he found himself without a club in the Premiership. Um, obviously, he's been riding for Bellevue in the National Development League, but Peterborough have had their misfortune with Jordan Palin and Dan Jilks uh, finished this season with injuries. So, uh, Kane, they've brought in um, Jake as their, their rising star. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a good sign. Um, obviously, he wasn't really getting the, the time at Kingsland um, for whatever reason. I know he's got the other commitments overseas with the grass track, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's a he's going to be rotating it with Jordan Jenkins now, isn't he? So, you know, just extra track time at the end of the day is going to be beneficial. Um, and it'll be good to see what he can do tonight and onwards. So I look, I look forward to it. Yeah. Um, and I believe, um, I don't know if he has, I don't know if anyone's keeping updated on the Bellevue and Peterborough meeting, whether he's actually riding this evening. He is riding, uh, or he was advertised as riding. I haven't seen their scores yet. I am watching the Wolves versus Kingsland meeting live on Eurosport. Yeah, I don't suppose you want to talk uh, about what, or anyone what, wants to talk about no. what happened in Heat 2. No. I can, uh, I, can, I can confirm that Jake Mulford is racing tonight. Um, has he raced already, already though? Uh, yes, he has. He's had two rides, two rides, and he has failed to score a point so far. Oh dear! So, um, although in they are, although Peterborough are currently fourteen points down after five races, so he's not the only one to be not having the greatest night. No, um, and Peterborough have already had one big defeat at Bellevue this season. So, um, and yes, with the, side, the current um, injuries that they've got at the moment, um, I, I think they're just racing for a little bit of pride this evening. Yeah, even even the sort of massively informed Harris has has had little to you know. Tom Brennan put, has popped out in one heat one. Um, it was picked up a five one with Matty Zagar. Uh, yeah, there's no Peterborough rider has won a race so far. So um, yeah, that it's, it's it's looking a bit grim already for them after five races. Uh, and and just moving on to. Um... Harry McGurk was in that meeting at Redcar. Uh, he finished third, but he had a nasty incident with um, Nathan Ablett, I think it was, in his last ride. Um, I believe he got his foot caught in Ablett's front wheel. Um, he has sustained ligament and soft soft tissue damage in his foot. Um, I am led to believe that he will return this week if he hasn't already done so. I can't remember if he was riding he at Mildon. Uh, I think I have read somewhere that he'll be back in action uh, very soon. Excellent. Um, and that that takes us on to another meeting, which I believe he is involved in. I could be wrong though. Um, something that I, I sort of stumbled across, but we have we have spoke about uh, recently is uh, an under nineteen meeting in Zanavica, an under nineteen qualifier. Uh, this coming in Saturday, I believe. Uh, both Harry Nathan Abler and Sam Hagen are all going to be riding in this qualifier. Um, so obviously, best of luck to them. There is another qualifier in the Czech Republic on September the third. I'm not even going to pretend to know what the track's called, so I'm going to leave it that Jordan, well, Jordan Palin's obviously no, not going to be riding in that, but Leon Flint will be featuring in that one as well. Um, a lot of a lot of jiggling about with the lineups due to the uh, Speedway of Nations two this weekend. But uh, good luck to them three guys out in Zanavica uh, this coming weekend. Um, just to cover off something that we were talking about on the show last week as well, obviously the Premiership pairs was happening uh, at Wolverhampton, um, and I'll come to our predictions in a minute. Um, <laughs> I don't really want to, and you can probably tell by Rob's little chuckle there, but uh, Ipswich came out on top in the end. Um, 
Bellevue defeated Wolver- I think Bellevue defeated Wolverhampton in the in the semi final, um, and then Ipswich went on to defeat Bellevue in the final, uh, which means Ipswich have now won the last three rounds, I believe. Um, uh, Kane Ipswich now have a twelve point lead over Kings Lynn after four rounds. Um, is that insurmountable now? Do we do we do we believe now that Ipswich will be the Premiership pairs champions? I think so, yeah. Uh, you know, it's not over till it's over, but it's going to take some massive downfall for it to happen. Like, you're going to need Jason Doyle to just stop existing. So, <laughs> I suppose it's not going to happen. Yeah, I think um, Doyle has obviously been a major contributory factor to Ipswich having so much success um, in this. And it was actually Ipswich that defeated Wolverhampton in the semi-final, which um, coincided with actually Nick Morris having a fall and Troy Batchelor was then excluded under two minutes. Daniel Hume obviously come in, which made it quite easy for Ipswich in the end. But then Ipswich had a very comfortable final over Bellevue. Um, Sheffield was probably the biggest uh, disappointment in this one. Not Sheffield. Yeah, it was Sheffield, yeah, sorry. Sheffield. Uh, only finished with 12 points. They were, they were cast adrift in the end, but in truth... I think there was only really three teams in it uh, up at Wolverhampton. So as it stands, Ipswich on 38, Kings Lynn on second on 26, Sheffield 24, Bellevue 22, Wolverhampton 10 and Peterborough 8. Next, it goes up to Sheffield uh, before it finishes at Bellevue uh, towards the end of this season. But uh, we'll keep tabs on that as we progress through the season. Um, Moving on then, other news this week. I'll come to you for this one, Rob. Obviously, exciting news for for Tom Brennan. Um, He has been announced as the wild card at the SGP2 at Cardiff on the Sunday. Uh, Drew Kemp and Leon Flint will be the track reserves for this. But uh, that's great news for Tom Brennan. Um, He's richly deserved. He's been absolutely flying in in both leagues this season. And it's it's going to be good for him um, to be out on the world stage for Great Britain. Yeah, absolutely. I think he was... um... Possibly a little unfortunate not to get a, a regular berth in the SGP to do this season. Um, obviously, I'm surprised he didn't get a pick. But, yeah, it, I think that was the obvious choice for him um, or the obvious choice for the organisers to pick Tom Brennan as the wild card for this one. Um, I think he, I think it definitely did. I, I don't think he's just going to be there to make up the numbers. I think he'll have a good meeting. Um, whether or not he can sort of break into that top eight is another thing. But, yeah, I th- hopefully he has a really good meeting. It'll be... Um, really exciting to see how he gets on. Um, as a, obviously with the with the two track reserves in Flint and um, Kemp, wasn't it? Yes. yes. Yeah, Kemp, Flint and Kemp. Again, I, I think they sort of picked themselves, um, especially now with Flint being the uh, winning the under nineteen championship here in Britain. Um, I think those those places sort of picked themselves. So, yeah, I, I hopefully Tom has a has a has a good round and sort of puts himself in the window for for SGP two next year. Um, yeah, and as you, as you say, he's obviously he's in the he's in the Speedway Nation squad as well. So um, yeah, it's, it, it looks good for for Tom Brennan sort of internationally this year. So hopefully he'll um he'll have a good meeting. Yeah, hopefully so. And and Kane, Tom Tom was in action um, actually at the weekend just gone. There was a, a European pairs competition in uh, Macon in France, uh, which uh, GB came out on top on with twenty one points. Um, Adam Ellis, Tom Brennan, and Chris Harris combined for. The victory over Sweden, who was second in with 20, Norway third on 15, Italy fourth on 14, France were fifth on 11, and Holland finished bottom with eight. But uh, it puts GB into the final. 
Um, well, they'll meet some of the top European teams on August the 27th in uh, Slangerup in Denmark. But uh, a good performance from the three guys. Yeah, uh, Adam Ellis really led the way there. Um, so, just to reiterate your point from a few weeks ago, we do have to start taking him a lot seriously than what we are now. Uh, but yeah, Brennan and Harris got five and four. Um, I think we it was probably expected for us to finish in, or qualify. Um, it was close between us and Sweden, I think, to, to win it. But good to see us take first place. Um, I think Sweden did quite well with Palavera and Thornborn. They're not exactly the, the top international riders, but you know, I think Palavera is having a good season in uh, Poland and Sweden. I don't know if he's riding in Denmark, but I've seen his scores in them two leagues, and he's doing quite well. Um, but then I think the other fours were just sort of also runs really. You know, when you look at the lineups, GB should realistically be winning that meeting, even if it is a, a slightly weak inside to what we have on offer. Yeah, definitely. But uh, all the all the same, it was a great performance from them in the end, and uh, we look forward to them racing in the final. Um, before we move into some of the main topics for this week, uh, we'd best go through the injury news. And um, we actually thought we were going to have quite a light week this week, but then up pops Mildenhall Speedway again. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's something we, we talked about in some detail last week, and I think we're going to end up talking about it again today. But um, another meeting, I think I, I'll come up with some stats yesterday. Um, I think they've had 59 races at Mildenhall, or the last 59 races have took 595 minutes. That's 10 minutes a race. That, that's how long that meetings are taking up at Milton Hall at the moment. And I think um, we can all sit here and speculate about the heat and the track preparation and how dusty it is. But um, it's now got to the point where another team has turned up, more injuries have happened and more stoppages. Kane, I'll come to you for this one first. I mean, I just... It just baffles me. I, I don't like to be overly critical with teams especially at the moment because you know we're losing a lot more teams than we're gaining but it's it's not a, a one time thing it's becoming almost weekly I know they did have the I think it was extremely warm conditions with the obviously it's, it's never easy to run a meeting like that but you know it's Eventually, you can't just keep putting it down to other things. Maybe it is the track. You know, they do run stock cars, and I've never heard a rider say that they like a track that also runs stock cars like the day before. I think it was so. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I just. Yeah, I I don't want to say anything else. It's it, it's just going to be too negative. Yeah, yeah, I think um, I, I don't think it's any coincidence that probably Mildenhall have suffered more with injuries than any other side in the National Development League, and um, it's um, already missing a couple of key riders this season. Um, uh, Ryan Kinsley's obviously still, or James Ryan Kinsley is missing, but James Shane's has then obviously picked up an injury. Uh, Matt Marson, who'd come in as well for Alex Spooner, who had an injury, is also out injured now. And then to add to that, Sam Beebe had a, had an accident. Um, I believe he carried on after his first ride, but had been suffering with concussion. Um, he had an accident. And then Luke Muff also pulled out of the meeting as well. Um, I did have a message from Luke over the weekend to say he had an awkward fall, twisted his kneecap, but uh, doesn't think it's anything too serious. So he'll be back in action soon. But Rob, it's, it's now looking like Mildenhall are down to 
really bare bones, if I'm absolutely honest. Yeah, they seem to have um, more riders out injured than they do uh, fully fit, don't they? It's um, yeah. I, you know, obviously we, we we touched on it last week, as you say, and and you, and as Kane said, you don't want to be too negative about any speedway team. You know, you don't want to be, especially you know, either social media and things like that. But um, yeah, there's obviously they've got. I believe they have stock cars at uh, Mildenhall, if that's right. Yeah, that's right. Correct me if I'm wrong. So obviously that you know, there's there's only certain amounts they can do with the track, but you know, I've seen pictures that the the blue groove there at, at Mildenhall is. You know, I've seen some blue grooves on on certain tracks when it's been dry, but that's you know that's almost every week you get that sort of thing, and yeah, you know, that's 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 no good. I, obviously, I know they share the track with stock cars, and there's only so much that can be done, but you've got to produce a, a track that isn't going to cause crashes. Um, you know, there's only so many times you know. Uh, it seems sort of a bit like they're sort of burying their head in the sand and, and sort of trying to blame other things. Um, yeah, you don't want to be too negative about it, but it's, you know, it's every week with, as you said, with your stats, it's 10 minutes of heat. Every week we seem to be talking about someone's got injured at Milnall. You know, it's not happening at every track in the country, is it? So, yeah, there's, it seems like something's got to be done out there, really. Yeah, and what was interesting was a press release that just come out. Uh, Kane, you've obviously... Um brought this to our attention on Facebook and it's from Mildenhall Speedway Club who and we presume this is from somebody involved with the club um, and what can only probably be described as a, a very unprofessional press release. Um, I, I look at stuff like one rider clearly not ready and willing to race was Archie Freeman excluded twice for failing to get on track within allotted two minutes in heat two. In heat nine, the Geordie team was clearly making no effort to race at the back and was extremely lucky to escape any censure uh, from the meeting referee. Um, doesn't strike me as something that that somebody involved with the club should be writing in a press release. No, whether it was true or not, you know, you, you can't just, you know, you, you don't know that. And I, I think, obviously, if you had spoke to Archie, I don't, even if he was doing it, I don't think you would say he would. He was even, but... Um... <laughs> It's just something that you shouldn't really, you know, if you want to be taken seriously, you can't be posting stuff like that. It just, it just doesn't look good for anyone, you know, because I, I don't. Obviously, there'll always be rumours, and you know, wherever you go. But from a professional, well, I don't know. National League isn't technically professional, but you know, you, you want to be taken seriously. You know, you yeah. can't be posting stuff like that on your official page. It's, it just doesn't look good even if it is true you know you can't you just can't do that <laughs> it, yeah no like if, um, i mean archie freeman posted something saying he had clutch issues in heat two which was why he missed the two minutes twice and then he was chasing the set up all day so you know the, the, instantly there you've you've now got a, a problem there because there's been two sides to the story and you know what one is a a genuine seems seems genuine from Archie Freeman, and the other one could also be true, but it's it's just a negative impact on on well on Archie Freeman, Bellevue, National League Speedway, and Mildenhall probably. But it, it's not it's not it seems to be it seems to be a bit of a worrying trend because obviously we had the a similar thing with with Jake Mulford at Kings Inn. We have riders saying one thing and and teams saying the other one, like it's and yeah, saying something yeah. different. If you know, I think I said at the time, like if there's not. It's better. You're better off almost just not saying anything. Like, I don't. When you put out a press release that, if you put out a press release that you know might be 
you know, isn't quite factually correct or you're bending the truth a little bit, depending on what point of view you're looking at. But it's better off just not saying anything of that, especially with in terms of the Mildenhall one. You're to call out Archie Freeman so um, personally in a, in a press release is just odd um, and strange. And, it, it, you know, I, yeah, I don't get it. I don't know why they need to do that. You know, well, I think there's another comment uh, a little bit further down um, regarding the Heat 15. Um, with Edwards and Com- Complin combining again for a maximum in Heat 15, the way Complin stuck out a leg to shut the door on young pretender Jake Mulford was classic. The recent GB Under-19 Championship runner-up could do well to learn the tricks of the speedway trade from this absolute master. Um, again, that's for me, that's a little bit derogatory towards Jake Mulford. Um, and not some... There seems to be a large bias in that comment. Yeah, there's going to be a certain amount of bias in it in a team's press release, but that just sounds like somebody's. You know, you, you guys I might that, get guys. this. Sort of... I just really like the yeah. Goblin. <laughs> but it sounds like yeah, you know, you guys might know what I'm talking about, and, and certain listeners might do. But it sounds like somebody who's, who's running a fantasy team is putting up a like a, a sort of funny press release yeah. for their team on a, on a Facebook page. Like that's just not. You know, if you if you that's just nah, it's, it's not right, is it? Like, it's just a strange comment to make. Like, just say, you know, Lee Compton had a great ride, scored plenty of points. You, you can praise Lee Compton without having to make a derogatory comment about you know a rider that's you know in the under 19s. You know, he's a kid. He's just just started learning out. Like, it's just a strange comment. Yeah, absolutely agree. And um, some positives to take from the Mildenhall uh, meeting. Um, I think. Ryan Kinsley possibly being back in action um, and practicing uh, probably before their meeting against Kent next week. So uh, it'd be good to see Ryan back on track as well, Kane. Yeah, um, I think it, even if they did replace him with James Shane, I think it was. Uh, it's he's sort of one of them riders. He goes really well at Milton Hall, and, and it's probably a bit too good for the National League in like retrospect. But you know, he's he's been in Milton Hall for a while. So I think he'll be keen to come back. The fans will be keen to have him back. Um, it was a nasty crash as well. Uh, so it's good to see it's back relatively quickly. Um, and hopefully it's uh, it'll ease them with the, the troubles they're having with the injuries. So, yeah, good. Yeah, and uh, just um, there's two or three more injuries just to go through before we move on. Um one that you uh, saw in Poland, uh, Gorshoff against uh, Lesno, was it this weekend? Uh, Martin Vasilik had a big off. He did. Uh, which is is a little bit of a worry for um, Slovakia um, and for himself with the Grand Prix coming up thick and fast after the Speedway Nations next week. It was a pretty bad crash. He just basically drop-kicked the fence. Well, drop-kicked his bike into the fence. It was... It could have been a lot worse. He did really well to avoid. I think it might have been Przemski ahead of him, but um, yeah, it's you know as soon as it, it, it happened, you you had a feeling it was bad, and then obviously it's been proven because he's broken his leg. But um, yeah, it'll be a big miss for um, obviously Germany and the speed of nations. Obviously, already without Martin Smolinski, I think, and. Um, are you moved on to Eric Gris? Are we talking about Eric Gris? Martin Vashley. Martin Vashley. I do apologise. I didn't see this meeting. I thought, oh. Sorry, guys. Oh, sure. I was talking to you about Martin Vashley on Saturday. Because you said, because I've seen it, I thought, oh, he means Bidgosh. 
but no. Oh no, oh, no I was talking about Vashley. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I just sort of went to a bit of white noise there thinking about Big Gosh. Um, <laughs> I did see the crash of Martin Vashley though as well. It was also pretty bad. Um, I think Lidzy came off in front of him. He had nowhere to go. Um, again, uh, I think it was his broken collarbone or shoulder. So he'll be out for I've a while. Actually... Other than um, he damaged his shovel, uh, which was oh, a translation. Yeah. Excellent Polish translations there. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure what he'd done, but um, I think it might have been his shoulder, but it was. I can't remember. I just remember it was his shovel, but it definitely wasn't his shovel. He was. He's just been hitting some form in the GPs as well, of Martin, and it's, it's a shame that an injury has come at this stage. So uh, we wish him a speedway recovery, speedy speedway recovery, speedy recovery. But um, we'll move on to Eric Risk now. And um, I had a um, I had a message from Eric over the weekend as well. Obviously, he had a, as Kane was talking about, he had a big crash at Big Gosh over the weekend. Um, first reports were that he'd broken an ankle, but I think there was something lost in translation. And Eric has now gone back to to Germany, and he has got a, a broken lower leg, um, which is obviously uh, devastating for both him um, and all his clubs as well. Um, it's going to hit them hard as the season goes on, though, Rob. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's going to be a big miss for Ipswich, especially with with Riss being at reserve. Um, you know, he was banging in points left, right, and centre. Um, so that 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 injury's come at a really bad time for Ipswich. Um, you know, hopefully they'll be able to they'll be able to cope with it. But it, it, yeah, as, as injuries goes, that's as 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 frustrating a one for a, for a club as as it can get. Really, they, uh, you know, I, I do think having a having a, a good reserve is is key to winning a league title. Um, and your wrist was was banging in points um, for fun down there. So um, yeah, as you said, speedy recovery to, to to Eric, and hopefully he gets back really soon. But um, especially from the witch's point of view. But yeah, it's um it's a frust yeah it's a frustrating injury for for Ipswich to to suffer really. Yeah, and and, and just to finish off uh, the updates, uh, obviously there was a there was a really serious one with Bailey Bailey Fellows this weekend. Um, and it's good to hear that um, he's been released from hospital. There was some um, worrying news, uh, which obviously didn't come to, to place at the time. Um, he's obviously now going to need some help with um, a new set of Kevlars. I assume that he was cut out of his old Kevlars, and that's not great for a young kid just starting out um, to have to keep buying all this stuff, and especially when you've had a bad accident as well. But Canis, best wishes to Bailey as well for a full recovery. Absolutely, yeah, he did. Really sounds like a absolutely awful crash to begin with, and luckily he's just escaped it with no real injury. But um, yeah, I think he'll be counting himself lucky. Um, a set of Kevlar's is probably <laughs> the least of your worries if you end up with a broken back or something. So, yeah, but obviously, you know, it's hopefully he gets the that sorted and we see him again soon. It's I think was he guesting for them or number eight or something. I think it was number eight. Yeah, so you know he could have been his, his yeah. big break into the national league there. But you know, I think his time will come. He's only young. He'll have his he'll have his day. Um, hopefully sooner than later. Uh, just good to yeah. say that he's you no know, not badly injured, and we will see him again because you know the way it was first reported sounded like it could be like just the end of it. So yeah, yeah. Hopefully see him back on the bike soon. But that uh, that pretty much concludes all the news uh, of this week just gone uh, and we now start to look ahead to this week 
and some of the big features of, of the season that are coming up, and obviously the Speedway Nations, the Speedway of Nations two, um, and the British final next week as well. But uh, just looking back over our predictions uh, before we move into the next lot, um, obviously we've talked about the Premiership pairs from Wolves last week. Uh, myself and Kane missed out on this one with Sheffield and Wolves. Uh, Rob Plump for Ipswich, he comes out on top, so he extended his lead again. And then, as for the British Under-19 final, Leon Flint uh, was correctly predicted by all three of us. So, as it stands, Rob currently has 17. I'm on 14 and Kane is on 11. But Woo! we have five meetings this week that we're going to predict. Obviously, the Speedway of Nations semi-1, semi-2, the final and the Speedway of Nations final. And then, finally, next Monday, the centrepiece in this country at Bellevue is the British final. Um, but what we're going to do... First, before we move into that, is I think I might do the, the Watt versus Ludlow Challenge first, and then we've got an extra special quiz from uh, Rob as well. Oh, exciting times. Which uh, Did you want to do the Watt versus Ludlow, or do you want to do the new one first? Or um, Let's do the Watt versus Ludlow. I'll get that one out of the way, because then I can brace myself for what might be coming. <laughs> oh, camera's on for this bit, isn't it? Camera's on, yeah. I'm not having mine on. My top's off again. I'm boiling. It's not so as hard as it was last week. Obviously, you probably didn't down last night up here. Back to the old reliable rain. Yeah. Actually, that's just another topic that I was thinking of. We don't seem to have had as many call-offs this season as in previous seasons. Global one. No. Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't say that. You know, <laughs> August will probably be the wettest month in history. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's off. That week we had was summer. So if I fly up to, when I fly up to Glasgow for the for the GP challenge, that gets rained off. I will be one miserable bunny on that Monday. <laughs> Just get them to turn the plane around. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this week for the quiz, I had a bit of a struggle because I've covered the Speedway of Nations and I've covered the British final. So this is a little bit different. So it is British final orientated in a way. So it's not. So of the. Of the 16 riders that will be representing their country on Monday, I want you to select, and I've obviously took the duplicates out, all the clubs that those 16 have ridden for. Ridden for? I have got 46 different answers. Could you, could you, can can I at least have the, can I have the 16 riders just up in front of me so I remember who's racing? Are we not allowed Um, to listen names? Yeah. No, go on then. You can have the 16 riders in front of you. I'll allow that. Right, I'm just going to get okay. it up. Let me just... One, one, uh, what I will say is I'm going to need nicknames this week. Okay. Because there may be duplicates. Okay. Right. Well, I've accidentally gone to the British Speedway Forum, so this is a good start. See, that, that sounds like cheating already, that does. Yeah, oh, yes, really. the British Bureau he's Forum. looking things up. Yeah. Just to clarify, I am... Lewis Kerr used to ride. I've got the SGB website up, that's it. Okay. I've just said British Final. It's on the schedule, actually. You could have got it up on there. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's that's where that's I went. You know, Sorry, what people guys. do when they got a brain, in it? That's what it's there for, Kane. The schedule that you set up, I think, actually. <laughs> well, you know, be fine. Right. And I'll... Uh, who, I'll I'll let, I'll let, I'm going to let Rob go first this week because I let the guest go first last week. It's okay. Okay. Um, I will kick things off and go nice and easy and I will say Swindon Robbins. Yep. Edinburgh Monarchs. 
Yep. Bellevue Aces. Yeah. Well, Bellevue. I'm having to write these ones down because there's so many. Ipswich Witches. Yep. Pool Pirates. Yep. Sheffield Tigers. Yes. Can I just clarify? Can I have the... If the club's got a National League equivalent, if I get the nickname right, is that okay? Or is well, that they were in the National League? Yeah, yeah that I'm just saying yes. If they were from the National League, yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, I'll have Coventry Bees. Yes. I'm assuming the reserves don't count, just to get that out there. No, not the 17 or 18. Okay. Just the 16. The super awesome Workington Comets. Yep. Uh, okay, I will have Plymouth Gladiators. Gladiators. Um, I know that's right because Ben Bark is in there. Don't tell me it's wrong. <laughs> nah, it's wrong. Are you sure? Are you sure it's Gladiators? Yeah, because he's racing for for this season. I've actually got the other ones down. I'll accept that. It's the correct answer. He's got all answers wrong. That's what we know. <laughs> Glasgow Tigers. Yep. Uh, okay. Well, as you've just told me, I'll have <laughs> Plymouth. De- I'll have the Plymouth Devils then. Yeah, I've just given away one there. Cheers. <laughs> Somerset Rebels. Yep. Up the Spartans. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, I'll have the Bellevue Colts. Yes. Just let me write this down because I don't like writing things twice. Okay. Um, Berwick Bandits. Yep. Uh, Peterborough Panthers. Yep. Berwick Bullets. Hello? I'm, I'm, <laughs> Leon, not Leon Flint? That. Yeah, Leon Flint. He's got to be right for that, yeah. isn't he? Oh, He's... hang on. Is Leon Flint in the Bullets team? Rode, I don't think Leon Flint's ever rode for the Bullets, has he? He started with them at the start of the season. What, this season? No, last season. Ooh. And then he left them to sign for Wolves, I think. Ooh. I'm not sure. Do you guys know Speedway? Well, I don't I'm know. We'll sure. find out shortly, won't we? Well, I can get you a picture of him in a very Bullets jacket if you want. <laughs> that means nothing. Search <laughs> Berwick Bullets 2021, right? He was in team. He was the number one. He was amazing. Oh, he seems pretty confident. I mean, he does seem confident. I don't have it as an answer, but yeah, but I mean, your answer is never you didn't right. Have, That's you, why. Didn't have the, you didn't have the gladiators as an answer, and I'm looking at Ben Barker, so <coughs> I'm I'm not sure I trust you anymore. Look, I'm going to send you a picture right now. Okay, it's got Leon Flint, Kyle Bickley, Greg Blair, Ryan McDonald. You you name them. They're on there, right? From 2021. <laughs> He's in the yeah, middle. Who was that? Who was that rider that signed a contract with Kings Lynn and never rode for him? I can't remember who it was. Then. Yeah, but he, he rode for them, so that, that's a I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm happy. Yeah, at this point, I'm kind of happy to just. You, I think you could probably let him have it. Thank you. Okay, I'll, I'll let him have it because he's right. Like it's not. It's not. On, it's not on Wikipedia. Ooh, <laughs> sorry, Wikipedia. 
All right, we'll we'll give you that, and then if I get if I get one wrong first, I'll well, just no, frame because it, one anyway. It's right. So okay, all right, okay. That. okay. I'm gonna me- I'm gonna message Leon Flynn. Yo, Leon, me. did you write for Burke in the National League? Yeah. yeah. Just asking about the quiz. <laughs> all right, okay. So I'll have uh, I'll have Wolverhampton Wolves. Yep. Eastbourne Eagles. Yep. Uh, red car bears. Yep. This is too easy. This one. Do you know what Barry Bullets is on his website? Yeah, so I want an apology. <laughs> no, you'll not get one of them. Okay. Killarney <laughs> Tigers. <laughs> yep. How do you spell Killarney uh, Tigers? Oh, I can tell you how to put how to. Spell it's fine. It I've just sort of put TT. Just put TT. TT Cornwall, and that'll do, wouldn't it? TT Cornwall. Uh, I'll have Lakeside Hammers. Yep. Have they been Newcastle Diamonds? Yep. Um, Oh, of course. Uh, Oxford Cheaters. Yep. Leicester Lions? Yep. Um, Sorry, I'm just writing them down. Just bear with me a second. I'll just write them down. It's okay. Just, I'm not. Tr- I'm not Bearing struggling. I'm just, I'm just buying myself a little bit of extra time. You know, I'm just. I'm just using up all my time. I bought myself a lot of extra Ooh. time arguing about Liam Flint, so it's okay. Well, you did. Yeah, I was thinking about that. You did do a lot of that, didn't you? Um, yeah, it wasn't. wasn't It wasn't ideal. Uh, let's have a look. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Oh, having a look. Having a look. Having a look. Having a look. Um. Mm, Oh, of course, Rye House Rockets. I hate you. That was my answer. Yep. Oh, um, hmm. I'm running out of space on my page. We've got that many. That is this a is lot. I've just gone through all this. We have got a few. Twenty-five. We've got so far. Two. Um, I'm just going to go through the list. Ah, Birmingham Brummies. Yep. Okay. Um, um, oh, yeah. mm. um, oh, oh. Come on. All right, okay. Uh, I, I, it's got to be there. It's got. I'm going for. I'm going for one. I know. I don't know, but I, I'm, it's got to be there. I'm going to say Stoke Potters. It is there. Oh. Ben, ben Barker wrote for them. Mm. Oh, Scunthorpe uh, yeah, Scorpions. Yep. Oh, it's back at Rob. It's coming back at me a lot quicker than I'd want it to. I I can bring it back if you want. No, no. Okay. No, Good because okay. I don't really have another answer yet. <laughs> um. Oh, Leon Flint's winning a race. Um, Break bullets, Leon Flint is winning a race, might I add. Jason Dorr. Jason Dorr. Green. I'll have Kent Kings. Yep. I was having fun then. Um, hmm. How many answers are left? 13. Um, 13? Oh. Nah, it's more than that, isn't 
No, we've we got twenty nine. You said forty two, didn't you? Sure. Forty six. Oh, 46. Okay, yeah, like... There's a few. 17 left, yeah. That's, so that's what, what we're getting down to is there's still quite a few. Yeah, there's still yeah. quite a few, and I'm running now out I'm of I'm going to say one, and it could be wrong, and if it's wrong, I'm going to argue about it because I think it's right. Scunthorpe oh, okay. Saints. No, that is correct. I thought you were going to say, no, it's wrong. I was about to scream. <laughs> no, I was, too quick. I was too quick back there. Yeah. Um... Nope, I was like, oh. Hmm. I, I I got a feeling. I've oh, got I've got another one. About, I've got another one. Got feeling about a rider, but oh, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go for it. I might regret this. I'm going to say Newport Wasps. Newport Wasps aren't on my list. Now I just want to get myself ahead and say Buxton Hitmen. Yep. Boom. Every time. Two. Do, do you two are properly annoying me at the moment. Why? Oh, Kings and Stars. <laughs> you, you've literally mentioned a rider. We've got three riders in the British final, and you're watching them on the telly. And you still haven't mentioned this. <laughs> are we hated that much that you can't even say our name anymore? Yes. Oh, my God. I tell so, you what, my, tell, my, my dad listens to these, and he's going to be screaming at his radio tomorrow. I will. There are there are a few more left. There is uh, Trelawney, Scunthorpe Saints. We didn't get. Kings you could have had. Stars. You could have had a Reed or Essex hammers. To be fair, oh. but they're quite close to Lakeside hammers. So I mean, they do um, ride at the exact same place. Yeah, but then so do. Well, Cradley Heathens were riding at Wolverhampton, weren't they? Who were they? Were on the list. Isle of, Isle of Wight run there. Isle of Wight. I don't Kings know. Kingsley Young Stars, Milden Hall. Mm. Peter of Pumas, Reading Racers. These Red are all before Cubs, my time. That's amazing. Rob excuse. Swindon's Sprockets were on there. Again, Swindon's. Was that Danny King? I can't remember who it was, man. Oh, I, I think it's Danny the King. She got the teams. Because his, oh, his brother. Because his, well. his, uh, his um, brother, Jason King, wrote for Swindon as well. Oh, Jason yeah. King, what a guy. They were just a few of them that were on the list, but. Um, so, Kane, oh, I'm back. I'm back, Kane. baby. I'm back. Well, Unfortunately, Kane, you, you don't get the win for last week. Oh, don't matter. I got the one for this week. So, I'm mm. on a roll. You can have a point. You I'm, can still, have a point this I'm still like two points up, though, aren't I? No. Um, no, you're only one. one point it's back seven, in eight. eight. Yeah. I thought it was like eight, five. No, yeah, it, was, eight, seven, eight. it was eight, mm. five, but then you lost the Adam Wynan one, you lost the Speed Renations one, and you lost this one. Well, if I'd lost three in the trot, then it would be 8-8, eight, eight, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, but, but you, it's know, not, you guys have absolutely shafted me and my illustrious guest, Ryan Mitchell, out of a point. Well, no, we've yeah. given him a point. Yeah, no, but he was on my team, so my point. That wasn't declared before the meeting started, unfortunately. Oh, heavens. Oh, well, I enjoyed right. that. that 7-8-1 in that one. So I think what we'll do is we'll move on to your quiz now, Rob. Yeah. But okay. Here. Yeah. We'll, we'll double. We'll go for double double quiz, shall we? Double double, double quiz. It's a special week for us. I just I just double. want to check. Did um did Leon Flint just score some more points? He's got five. I can confirm. Oh. It's currently Wolves Wolves twenty two Kingsland twenty. So we're we're putting out more of a fight this time. And I, I can don't tell care you about the score. I only care about Leon Flint and Jason Edwards. <laughs> I can tell you at Bellevue. It it's is pretty, 14, is it? Peterborough 20. Oh, dear. Mm. So, Peterborough have had two race wins. 
Chris Harris getting one of them and Benjamin Basso with the other one. But it is still looking pretty grim. And as we were saying about Tom Brennan, he's now on he's on eleven from four, so he's Ooh. on fire at the moment. Super Tom. Super Tom. So right. we'll come on to you then, Rob. Okay, so this one has got a World Cup and BWA Nations theme. Um and hopefully it's not too difficult for you. So I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a race from World Cup or Speedway Nations past. I will give you the the track, the heat number, um, and what year it was. And I need you and obviously the lineup, and then I need you to tell me the order in which those those riders finished in that heat. Hmm. I'm hoping I was there for some of them. So I, I think I number one you I would I would guess you were there for number one because uh Ooh. if you are ready to crack on. Yeah. I'm steady, uh, I'm one. ready. So the number one, we are going back, cast your minds back to the Speedway World Cup of 2010. I can't, it? I didn't watch it. It is event two of the World Cup 2010. It is heat seven we are looking at. The lineup in red was Jonas Kilmacorpi. In blue was Chris Holder. Oh. In white was Chris Harris. Oh. And in yellow was Magnus Zetterstrom. Legend. So uh, I'll give you a few seconds to think about it and Could I, I need you both gits, to give please, me sir. Do you have the gears? Uh, you you can't because I didn't I didn't include those. Well this is a, a sham. Because I would have run out of I was doing this on a Word document and I would have gone into two documents and that's a bit too much. You know, that's too much typing. Okay, those. but because I've started talking about this I've forgotten what the riders were. So Okay, so it is Kil Jonas Kilmacorp Jonas Kilmacorp Chris Hole Chris Holder of Australia. Chris Harris of Great Britain and Magnus Setterstrom of Sweden. And it was at Kings Lynn and it was heat number seven. So I've got an answer here, and if this is right, I'm gonna be well, I, well I still haven't wrote the names down yet, this. so just just give me a second, okay? Alright, okay. So Kill McCorpy, Holder, Harris and Zetterstrom. Yes. Kill McCorpy, Holder, Harris, Zetterstrom. Got it. So uh who who wants to, I'll tell you what, as Nathan normally does the asking, I'll let him go first. So Nathan, do you want to give me your order? Go on then. I'm gonna say yeah. Harris, Kill McCorpy, Zetterstrom, Holder. You have got one out of four. Wow, that's a good start. So I'm you get a point go, for that. I'm gonna go Harris. Turns out I didn't know the heat. I'm gonna go Harris, <laughs> Holder, Zetterstrom, Kill McCarpy. You've got two out of four. Two so uh, the finishing order was Chris Harris was indeed the winner. Chris Holder was second. Jonas Kilmacorpi was third. And Magnus Zetterstrom was at the back. I thought Holder was excluded in that heat. Must have been a different year. Yeah, must have been. <laughs> must have been um, a different meeting. Okay. It was. Must have been a different rider. <laughs> okay, so number two, we are, we're moving <laughs> forward in time to 2018. And we're on to our Spurs. Uh, Spurs? Spurs. Spurs. Nation. It is the Speedway Nations 2018 final, day number day one at Vroxlav, and it is heat 14. And your lineup is as follows it was Russia against uh, Denmark, and your lineup was in red was Artem Laguta, blue Gleb Chuganov, white Me Michael Yepsen Jensen, and in yellow was Kenneth Bier. So, Kane, you get first dibs. You can say yeah. first. Okay, heat one, not heat one. First place, even. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go. Artem Laguta, then it was Michael Jepsen Jetson, then Kenneth Bier, and Gleb Chuganov at the back. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, 
Do you want me to guess first before you tell yeah, him you the better, point? Yeah, you better guess first. I'm going to go Laguta first. Yeah. Kenneth Beer second. Yeah. Chugan third. Jepsen Jensen last. Okay, so Nathan, you get one point for that. Ooh, consistent. And Kane, you get four. You get Two. bang on. You've got every single one right. Yeah, so yeah, I'm indeed, Artem Pagutta was the winner. I just know. Artem Pagutta was the winner. Michael Yapsen Jensen was second. Kenneth Bier was third with Gleb Chuganov at the back. I just want to prove so, I'm not cheating. Kane is six points to two ahead after two rounds. Eh? How many rounds have we got? Mate, well, I've got ten. Got. I've got ten, but I can shorten <laughs> this down if you want to. Yeah, I'm okay with this. I, I'm enjoying it so well, far. Well, you're enjoying it at the moment because you're winning, of course. But yeah, that's okay. So, uh, in number three, we go back to the World Cup. As you will notice, this is alternating because I'm not very original. Uh, we are going back in time from 2018, back to the 2012 Speedway World Cup, and we're going to the final at Melilla. And we are looking at heat number nine. And your lineup is as follows: Thomas H. Jonasson was in red. In blue was Grigory Laguta. In white was Oh, Thomas, was in red. Hitch. Thomas H. Jonathan. Blue okay, was Grigory Laguta. White was Darcy Ward. Oh. And in yellow was Nicky Pedersen. Oh, we don't get these names anymore, do we? No. That's... Yeah, that's oh, you'd be lucky. Well, yeah, you're not going to hear it. You're very rarely going to hear all four of them. Especially, in, well, no, not at all in one race. We'll just leave so, that there. Yeah, we'll leave that there. Uh, Kane, <laughs> do you want to go first, mate? Oh, no, um, it's Nathan first. It's time, isn't it? It's Nathan it first. My bad. I'll, on, go, uh, I'll go Ward in first. Okay. Edison second. Laguta third. Jonathan fourth. Okay. And Kane, what was yours? Pedersen, Ward, Jonathan, Laguta. Okay. Uh, Nathan, you've managed to get all of them wrong. Kane, <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> you get two points for that one. So your finishing order was Thomas H. Jonathan was the winner. Oh. Second was Darcy Ward. Third was Nicky Pedersen. And Grigory Laguta was at the back. So we are looking at a Kings Inn from the last couple of years' scoreline at the moment. We are 8-2 after three rounds. Brilliant. But there's still plenty of points to play for, Nate. All right? You, know, you are the oldest, so I would imagine you've got the better, better memory here. Um, I don't know. After a while, it goes no. backwards, doesn't it? No, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Okay, so we need my brain for something new to come in. <laughs> okay, so number four, uh, we're back into the Speedway Nations. So we're going to 2019, the round one of the Speedway Nations. So the I first event at, at Landshut. I don't think I watched this one. <laughs> <laughs> and your heat is heat number 13. Um, and you are looking at Germany, the host nation against Sweden. So your lineup is in red is Kai Huckenbeck. In blue is Martin Smolinski. In white is Freddie Lindgren. And in yellow is Peter Young. Oh, Lindgren and the Long. Yeah, Lindgren and Long. Young. Long. Um, so, Kane, you are first in this one. Okay. Um, I don't know why, but I've got a feeling that Martin Smolinski wins. Kai Hukenbeck is second. Lindgren is third. And Long is last. Okay. And uh, Nathan. I've got similar to that. I might trust him, but I'm going to go Lindgren first, Huckenbeck second, Smolinski third, Lung last. Okay, so Nathan, you get two points for that one. Ooh. Uh, Kane, can you just remind me of yours? Because I've got a brain like a sieve. Smolinski, Huckenbeck, Lindgren, Lung. 
you get one point for that one. I hope I got that right because yeah. I did delete it. <laughs> yeah, you that that sounded bang on, yeah. yeah. So the actual finishing order was uh, I surprised nobody. Well, Nathan got this, but Freddie Lindgren was the winner. I Second was Kai Hookenbeck, and then Nathan, you were so close. You had Smolinski oh. in third, but he wasn't. He was last with Peter Lung in third. Smolinski. I bet he rode the curb before that. Yeah, it was. I didn't actually put the heat down. For, oh, heat thirteen. Yeah, that's getting on a bit. Yo. Oh well, I thought it was one. That's why. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Uh, round number five. We're back in the World Cup, and we're going back to our. This is our earliest uh, round. This one. So we are looking at the Speedway World Cup race off from two thousand and nine, and we're looking at Legno in Heat Nine as well. I just want to say I did even know there was a World Cup in two thousand and nine. So <laughs> if it I get anything it's here, four out of four. So. Uh, your lineup in well. your lineup looks like this. So in red was Hans Anderson, in blue was Lee Adams, in white was Lee Richardson, and in yellow was Antonio Limbach. Uh, Lee Richardson, Antonio Limbach. Yeah, that was your final two riders. So okay. Nath, you are first in this one. I'm yeah. No, I I think this is quite a famous race. And I'm going to risk it for a biscuit. I like that. Was that in? Uh, is that in colour order of helmets? Yeah. So yeah, that's in colour order, not in gate order. I've just given you the colour yeah, order. I'm talking rubbish then, because Richardson was in yellow when he won. That was a. You're thinking of Paul. Yeah, I am. Two, that's oh, yes, two cool, that's like oh five. I think that was like oh four or something. So I'm going to go that way. Right. I'm going to go Lee Adams. Yep. Lee Richardson. Mm-hmm. Hans Anderson, Limbach. Okay. And Kane? Just because it's Rob, I'm going to put Lee, Ad- Lee Adams in first because I think he would do oh. that. Okay. He's gone yeah. through all of them to he, find yeah. one that he's won. Um, and Lee Richards second as well. No, 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 no. Hans Anderson comes second. Richardson okay. gets third. Uh, Antonio Limbach is last. Okay, so uh, we like to pride ourselves on professionalism and knowledge, but neither of my co hosts have managed to score a point in that, have we? <laughs> So that's that's good. So we both we, we, we've both drawn blobs there. Uh, your actual finishing order was Lee Richardson was the winner. Oh, Lee Adams was second. Antonio Limbach was third, and Hans Anderson was at the bottom. Can you have half a point because Lee won the race? <laughs> just the wrong one. And I did have first written down. Look, I've scribbled it out. Just no, 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 scribbled yeah, it we've, out, all we've all heard that one before. We've all heard that one before. I'm terrible. Uh, uh, right. Okay. So that was he, uh, that was number five. Would you like to carry on with the last five? I I would like to. What's the score? I th- I, I'm enjoying this. It is scores on the doors. Arcane, you are eight. You are on nine points. Nathan is on four. Yeah, let's keep going. Comebacks on there. Kane is doing a half... solid nil nil. It's back on. Kane is doing <laughs> a half decent sort of number three, number four job, and Kane is uh, no, sorry, not Kane. I'm doing Nathan both. is is on you know a reasonable reserve score. So. Uh, right, number six. Uh, we're back into the Speedway Nations, and we are going drifting our minds all the way back to last year. That is a and long it is the way. Final, it is the final day two this time at Bellevue in Heat 18. And we are looking at France against Latvia. And your lineup is David in Bing, red. You don't to tell me. I don't, well, probably not. No. In Berge. red is David Belego, blue Dimitri Berger, white Andrzej Lebedevs, and yellow 
Oleg Mikhailovs. Can I have your orders, please, with Kane going first? Um, now, I have a memory of Lebedev's being absolutely rapid at NSS, and then I have another memory of him doing absolutely nothing. So, <laughs> I'm going to assume he did absolutely nothing. No, no, he won. He won. Bella goes second, Burge third, male of last. Easy. Okay. Nathan? I've got Belago first, Lebedev second, Berger third, Mikhailos fourth. Okay, well, in a big turn up of the books, Kane, you're getting two points for that one. Yeah. And Nathan, you're picking up a max, mate. Big four. Big four. Big Back in it, four. Already. Back in it. Just a it's, couple of points like in there. Oh, yes, indeed. So the finishing order was indeed David Belago in first, Andrzej Lebedev was second, Dmitry Berger was third. And Oleg Mihailovs was at the back. I did actually watch it, and I don't remember that heat at all. That's why I picked it. <laughs> there are a lot of heats so I could have picked for that one, and I was like, I'm just, I was like, I tell you what, France didn't get a mention, so we're going to give them a mention. Why not? Have you got last year's final? Uh, <laughs> that was last year's. What you mean, as in the final race? In the final race, yeah. What happened? Yeah, no, I, as you could probably guess, I don't. <gasps> Although I imagine, you know, I bet you two had still managed to get the GB riders the wrong way round. Ty Wolfenden was there. Jason Boyle was tied off. Yeah. Jason Doyle was tied off at the back. He was racing for Poland in that one. Um, right. Yes, in heat, so our seventh heat of the evening. Um, we are going back to the 2017. So the last time the World Cup was held as an event. Speedway World Cup event two at Vastovic. And we are looking at heat two as well. Um, and your lineup is as follows. So in red was Andreas Jonsson. In blue was Maxim Bogdanovs. In white, Legend. Michael Yepsen Jensen. And in yellow, Emil Saifutinov. And uh, where was that? And Vastavik. Nathan, that was at Vastavik. So the Swedes are on home turf. I it's asked that like it's going to make a difference to what I say. No, I try, yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't. You know, it, I had the Germans at home earlier and a Swede one. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Nathan, you are first in this one, mate, if you want to give me your order. Well, based on the fact it was heat two, so it probably started off pretty slick, so the inside gates and have an advantage. Thinking this is where I'm like, going to go. Johnson hits the tips. Johnson, Safutinov, Yepsen, Jensen, Bogdanov. Okay. And Kane. Hmm. Can I just copy Nathan's answer? You can if you want to. Yeah, go on then. Okay, and you're both scoring naught. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent defensive <laughs> riding for me. <laughs> I'm defending my oh, lead in style. Okay, sure. so your actual order was surprisingly the winner was Maxim Bogdanovs. I was going to say that as well. Uh, second was Emil Saifutinov. Oh, I was going to say that as well. Yeah. Third, <laughs> Andreas Johnson. And at the back was Michael Yepsen Jensen. I was going to say that as well. Why well, did we get a point for Saifutinov then? We had him in second. Did you we have did? him in second? Did we? Yeah. Oh, I thought you put Janssen in second. Oh, no, you didn't. No, Janssen first. Oh, well, okay. All right, okay. It's a good it's thing Nathan knows. Point, well, no one's picking up any points here, but you can have a point for it. My apologies. I, I could have sworn... I thought, I thought you put Janssen Janssen in second, didn't you? No. Because you put, you put Seifert and I'm winning it, didn't you? Oh, no, you didn't. You put no, Janssen no, no, inside. Ignore me. Ignore me. It's all right. Yeah, it's yeah. all right. It's okay. It's all right. We've got we do, we do. It's all right. I can confirm all the other ones are correct. All right, we don't need to go back. I think we do. <laughs> uh, right. So, 
number heat number eight for you guys. So we're in the Speedway Nations final 2020. So the one that was curtailed by rain. In I Lublin. did watch this or one. Lublin. I watched this one for sure. I, I remember. I also watched most of this one. Um, oh. And we're looking at heat number three. Oh, I don't remember. Damn. Which is Sweden against Australia. So your lineup is Doyle. Freddie Lindgren in red, Oliver Burnson is in blue, Jason Doyle is in white, and Max Frick is in yellow. And Mr. Watt, can I have your uh, guess first, please? Now, again, Rob has made this quiz, so Jason Doyle wins. <laughs> um, Lindgren second. Frick third, no, Frick second, Lingwin third, Burnson last. Okay. I've got exactly the same. Okay, so Doyle, you've gone Lindgren. for Doyle, you went for Doyle, didn't you? You went Doyle, for Doyle, Frick, Lingwin, Burnson. Okay, yeah. you've both getting one point for that as well. Because Doyle would. Oh, winner. No, because Damn. Burnson was last. Uh, <laughs> Max, Frick, Max Frick was your winner. Uh, second was Freddie Lingren, and third was Jason Doyle. It started off really well, and now it's like just gone downhill a little bit. It's got, I mean, Nathan's got that big four, and you've just tied for the last couple of rounds. So with two oh, rounds to go, I will, I will just actually uh, tie up the scores. So eight, nine, eleven, thirty. So Kane, you're on fourteen after eight heats. Thank you. And Nathan, you are on two, four, eight, nine, ten. You are ten. So you're on ten. So you are four points down with two heats to go, mate. That's been a big four pointer. It's doable. I think you need to stop guessing. I think you need to uh, not guess with each other. You should probably guess the right answers, Nathan. <laughs> I'll try that next time. Okay, thanks. Yeah. You are okay, okay, so we are back to the Speedway World Cup, and we are looking at event one of the 2015 Speedway World Cup at Gnezhno, or Niezhno, however you want to pronounce that. And we are looking Bad at heat track. number nine. Uh, your lineup in red was Bartosz Marzlik, blue, Peter Leung. White, Again. Edward Kritschmar, and in yellow, Vitaly Bielusov. Who? Vitaly Bielusov. I don't even know who that is. No, I didn't know who that is. Until I think I, I knew who came last, guys. So, can I have the finishing order for this one, please? Uh, Nathan, you are first. Right. This better be right. I'm going to go... <laughs> this isn't going to be right. This better be right. Because it's that obvious that this isn't going to be right. <laughs> I'm going to go... <laughs> Schmarslick first. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is 2015, isn't it? Uh, Lung second, Kratzner third, and you a lot. Yeah, that one fourth. Okay. Um, just I'm, okay. I'm just, I just enjoy this better, be, uh, this better be right. I don't know why I find that so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Uh, Peter Lung, Bartosz Schmarslick, Edward Kirchmar, and the other one. Bill Usov. Okay. Uh, so, Kane, you get... Four. You went Lung, Smarslik, Kruchmar, Bill Usov, didn't you? Indeed, I did. So you get nothing. Excellent. Uh, Nathan, just remind me of yours again. You went Smarslik, uh, Lung, same, I think, but Smarslik was yeah, first. Yeah, I went Smarslik, Lung, Kruchmar, you a lot, you a lot, yeah, him. If Bill okay. Usov has won, I will go mental. So... <laughs> <laughs> He's one, isn't he? Uh, sorry, Nate. No, no, no. you, you went the obvious, didn't you? You went Smarzlik, Lung, Kruchmar, Bielusov, yeah? He did. Yeah. Okay, so you get one point. It better have been Smarzlik. Uh, so the rider, the winner, was Vitaly Bielusov. Oh, my <laughs> God. 
never that why you picked it? it? Yeah, I picked it. Just I never heard the name before. And then Who I was like, is Vitaly Belusov? I'm going to have this guy. Oh, what a thing. Uh, Nathan, Where's you get your from? point for having Where's Peter Lung. Actually? He's Russian. He's Russian? Yes. Who? Is he? Vitaly Belusov, yeah. that's who. He ain't riding this shit, though, is he? No. Yeah, well, the band I can't it. find his name like anywhere else ever, but I can find him in this one meeting. So He retired um, high. So, yes, Vitaly Belusov was the winner. Peter Lung was second. Bartosz Smarzlik was third. And Edward Kretschmar was at the back. So, terrible. you have closed the gap to three points with one heat to go. Oh, drama. Drama in the extreme, Cal. Belusov. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, honestly, when I, read, when I read that, I'm going to have to put that in. You know? That must be a table. That this better, be, this better not be the final last year, because no, I need points. Uh, no, so we are... It is the Speedway of Nations round two of 2019, and it is at Bellevue, and it is Heat 19. It is Finland against the USA. Oh, so oh, in I thought Rue- it was Finland versus Australia. I was like, I oh, got this easy. No, I don't get to that one. <laughs> so in red it. is <laughs> in red was Jesse Mustonen. Mustonen. In blue, Terowanio. In white, Brock Nickel. And in yellow, Luke Becker. Daniel Becker. Nickel. Nickel Becker. Uh, so, Nickel Kane, Becker. you get first You get first shout on this one, actually. Okay, the race was won by Luke Becker. Okay. And then Terrell Daniel came second. Okay. And... Nathan, who came third? I'm not saying anything because I'm just yeah. going to go the opposite. Of what I'll, you I'll say Brock Nickel came third and Jesse Mustonen came last. Okay. How many points am I behind? Three. He's getting bang on. So there's pointless me going the order that I'd... I'm going to go Taro Arneo first. Okay. Luke Becker second. Yeah. Mustonen third. Brock Nickel fourth. Okay. Um, so I can tell you that Kane has won. Kane gets one point for his answer. Oh. And Nathan, you also get... Sorry, can you just say yours again? What did you say? Arneo. Arneo, Becker, Nickel. Mustard and Nickel. Okay, so you've got one point. So the final order was Brock Nickel was the winner, Luke Becker was second, Tero Arneo was third, and Jesse Mustard was at the back. It's funny because I remember, I remember Terro Arneo beating Jason Doyle. Was that that year? I think it might it have been that heat that it year. Must have been that year. Um, he beat Doyle, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he had like the race of his life. Yeah, but then later on in the evening, he got five-one by the US. So, you know, peaks and troughs, <laughs> peaks and troughs. So, uh, final scores is after ten heats, Kane has won by fifteen points to twelve. That was oh, well done, Kane. I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, that was a good one. I enjoyed that. Belusov, just what was he oh, doing? Honest, honest to God, when I saw, I was looking through it. I was like, well, I, no, I haven't had one in Poland yet, so I'll go for that one. And then I learned, like, this is like a gold mine. <laughs> I looked at that one. Oh, I've, got, I've got to put that one in. So I was like, it's so obvious, but oh, they're going to get it wrong. <laughs> now we look silly, and we did. And Belusov was <laughs> listening, thinking, I am the guy. <laughs> we are moving on to. Um, we obviously spoke with Ollie Allen last week about our Speedway of Nations predictions, um, but now we're going to actually put our predictions in place, and we're going to start with semi-final one. 
Uh, obviously starting in Voyance uh, this week. Uh, when is it? Uh, Wednesday, isn't it? Yes. Wednesday, yes. I think it is. Um, so I'll just run through the lineups and um, Germany. Uh, obviously, have Kai Huckenbeck and Norik Blodorn, and uh, Michael Hartel is now coming to replace Eric Riss. Uh, for Poland, they've got Bartosz Szmarzlik, Magic Janowski, and Patrick Dudek. United States have Luke Becker, Brock Nickel, Dylan Rummel. Latvia with Francis Gusts, Yevgeny Kostikovs, and Oleg Mihailovs. That was quite good, that one. That was, that was, that was, that's, that, I'm really impressed acceptable. That. I was expecting you to absolutely butcher all of them, but. <laughs> Frank is you, Frank. Uh, Finland have got Timo Lati, Timmy Salonen, and Jesse Mustanen. Australia with Jason Doyle, Max Frick, and Jack Holder. Now comes the good one. Ukraine. <laughs> uh, Marco Levashin, Stanislav Melnichuk, and Vitaly Lishak. I like that. That's that was good. It was right. I think that's bang on. Yeah. Right. I'm getting good at this now. I'll come to you for your predictions then. So I won your winner. I think I know where we're going with this one. But your winner of semi-final one. I'll come to who should I come to first? Well, I'll come to Kane first because Rob started the uh, the quiz. I was going to be interested in say Australia, but I'll just say <laughs> Poland because it's Poland and they are quite good. I'll give you that. Thanks. I'm, I'm going. I'm going with Poland as well. <gasps> I'll summarise. I'll summarise in a minute, but Thanks. it's going to be Poland. So I'll come to you, Rob. <laughs> yeah, in a shocking turn of events, I'm going to go Poland. You've wow. got a big enough lead to, to, to be able to go Poland. But um, anyway, um, as we look through that, um, we spoke with Ollie Allen last week, me, myself and Rob, about um, how it, Great Britain have probably got the easier of the um, <clears throat> of the semi-finals. But in many respects, for Poland and Australia, Kane, you would expect them to come out on top quite heavily in this one. Yeah, it should really be a two-horse race. Um, is it four that go through or three? Three. Three, three. from each semi joined Denmark in the final. So it, it could be close to that final spot, but you know, unless major disaster happens, you're probably going to see Poland and Austria at the top of that, that meeting. Um, I think it's probably between Germany and US. Finland might have a, just an outside chance. I've always said, though, and I've said it again today in relation to the Speedway of Nations too, Rob, that Latvia always seems to pull it out in a in a um, pairs event. Um, I do agree. I, I think um, I would have rated Germany quite highly. I think Germany may well now struggle with that Eric Riss. Um, but then again, you're looking at, you, you discount teams and you go through Ukraine and Finland with the greatest respect. These four teams probably don't have the strongest or five teams don't have the strongest partnerships, but it's who can string it together on the day on this track. And I just, I've got a feeling it will be between Latvia and Germany. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think the, the top two spots uh, speak for themselves in, in Poland and Australia. I, I can't see either of them not making it. I think if they didn't make it, it'd be a shock of major proportions. But as you said, between the, the, the third spot is as open as it can get, I think. I, I would probably, I would lean personally towards uh, Latvia. Um, they, As you said, they do manage to pull out the bag and, and get themselves to finals. Um, uh, do we, uh, you might have mentioned this actually, but is Lebedev's injured? He is, is injured, not right? yeah. I, I he is don't injured. know where. He is 
probably Sweden because he wasn't riding on Sunday for Krosno. Yeah, and it was a late so, change because he was announced in the team. So yeah, so so I I I would you with with I think with Lebedevs in their team, I think you would have put them as bankers to finish third. Yeah, um, but without I think it's, it's, I just want to wide open. In. I think yeah, probably what works in Germany's favour against other teams is Hukenbeck is yeah. probably a step above the riders that are. You know, like the Ukrainians, the the Finns, and the the Latvians as well, and probably the the Americans. Yeah, I, I, to a point, I think I think Timo Lati is is capable of having pretty good scores. I know he's been in the European Championships a few times, and he's he's made semi-finals here and there. You know, and you you, you, you some would argue that's probably a similar sort of level to what Hukenbeck is on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as you said, without Riss, I, I, no disrespect to Michael Hertel, but I think your know, Riss is a much is a much stronger performer in that team. So obviously they're at home. So if that has any any sort of uh, bearing on it, I think they, they might be the ones to challenge the Latvians. Um, but I think Finland are, you know, are just looking at Lati really to score the points. I'm not sure on Salonen or Mustanen, if I'm being honest. Um, yeah. And then with, with Ukraine, it's, it's they're total, just happy um, to be here. Yeah, I think yeah. obviously they're happy to be there, and they're just a total unknown. Um, so it's I, it's very difficult to, to to sort of decide what they're going to do really, but I think that third place is is definitely between Latvia and Germany. For me, for me also, and then, and then we move on to semi final two um, in ride and order again. The the lineups: Czech Republic, uh, Vaclav Milik, Jankovic, and Petr Šlupák. Uh, for Great Britain, it's obviously Ty Woffenden, Robert Lambert, and Dan Bewley. France have Dimitri Berger, David Belago, and Matteo Trezeru. Um, Sweden, Freddie Lindgren, Oliver Bernson, and Victor Palavara. Italy, Paco Castagna, Nicholas Cavati, and Daniel Tarasi. And Slovakia have uh, obviously there's question. I don't mind. He won't be there, right now. Uh, but they've got Jakub Valkovic and Patrick Burry. Um, I don't know if they've got anyone else available to come in there. And for Slovenia, it's Matic Ivasic, Nick Skoya, and Anze Germic. So again, just your winners for this one. Um, I'll come to you first, Rob. Um, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna go with my patriotic self, and I'm gonna say GB. I think. I think Great Britain will, will win this one. Um, in previous years, you'd have probably looked at Sweden to be to be pretty close, but I think Britain's three is is. I, I think if you line them up against each other, I think all three are all three of ours. Are, are better than what the Swedes are putting out, um, and uh, yeah, I don't really, you know, without trying to sound too arrogant, I don't, I don't really see another nation other than the Swedes really sort of threatening to threatening to beat GB over over the course of an evening. They might, you know, the Czechs and the and the French might, you know, take points off of people, but um, yeah, I th- I'm I'm going to back I'm going to back our uh, back our boys. I think. Yeah, I mean, for me, Kane, I've. This one seems, I wouldn't say straightforward, but a little easier um, in terms of, I, I personally, I've discounted Slovenia, Slovakia and Italy, uh, probably the Czech Republic as well. Um, so it leaves, for me, Great Britain, France and Sweden will go through. I think the French partnership is very strong. Um, and I wouldn't actually be surprised to see them finish runners up to Great Britain. I'm going to go for Great Britain. How do you see this one? I'm, I'm going to make it a full house for GB. Uh, yeah, uh, I think... I think Czech Republic could push for second place between them and France, and oh, actually, you know, Sweden are there as well. So, 
Sweden are a bit of a tricky one though because Lindgren's had his issues this year and Berenson and Palavara aren't exactly the world class riders that you know they're not like a Ty Wolfner or a Leon Madsen even like a Vassal Milik you know they're just sort of they're just below that level so you know do we actually see Sweden going through just throw a spanner in the works there Um, because if if Lindgren has an off night then you know they could be in real trouble but yeah, like I said, I don't see GB really being threatened that much. Maybe in one heat, but yeah, you know, they, they should be rounded up to probably near a maximum on that if it goes well. Um, and then yeah, you know, I think you were right to on paper, you know, Italy, Slovenia, Slovakia. You know, they'll need a miracle to even come close. Um, but yeah, I think it's. I wouldn't say Sweden are a guarantee. You, know, you need the, the no. right Freddie Lindgren to turn up on the night. That, and that's kind of why I think they'll end up finishing third. Yeah. I, I think the French beat them. I don't. I don't think the Swedes are a, a nation that, that they used to be in terms of feared. Um, but I think they'll make the final. Um, and then before we move on to the final, um, we'll do our predictions for the Friday night meeting, which is the Speedway Nation Two. Um, and for me, um, I look at this lineup, and if anything, it's, it's kind of more exciting than this than is the, the actual. This is the one I look forward to the most. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll go through the teams now, and there's some familiar names in here. Again, in Australia, I've got Keenan Rue, Fraser Bowes, and James Pearson. Latvia go with Francis Goose, Rickards, and Sveli Sulis, and Ernest Matsunax. That was fantastic. Poland have got. <laughs> Poland have got Viktor Przemski, Jakob Miskoviak and Matthias Scherniak. Great Britain have got Tom Brennan, Drew Kemp and Leon Flint. Denmark, Benjamin Basso, Kevin Yule pedersen and Jonas Knudsen. Czech Republic have got Jan Kovec, Petr Schlupak and Daniel Klima. And Sweden have Gustav Gran, Kasper Henriksen and everybody's favourite, Philip Hellstrom Bangs. Um, I'll go first if I may for this one. You can um, indeed. Actually, actually that sure about it there's some really good riders there some that we've seen in the in the SGP2 events as well um, and I can see this one for me uh, I'll, I'll go through discounted teams and, and for the Swedes I think this has probably come a little bit early for for Kasper Henriksen uh, possibly Gustav Gran as well um, Australia I, I don't really fancy um, Keenan Rue obviously had a really good performance in Poland on Sunday I think he scored 14 points in the end Um Latvia, again, a team I really, really like and I wouldn't be surprised if they run close. But I, I look at the riders and I, I, I saw the scores. Viktor Przemski has been putting in for Bidgosh in uh, the second tier of the Polish league. Uh, Jakub Miskowiak is obviously the current under-21 champion. It's very hard to look past the Poles um, and I think on their day they're going to be very hard to beat. So for me, I'm, I'm going for the Poles. A bit boring. <laughs> I don't Robert, think you're going to be the only person somehow. Uh, sorry, did you want me to go next? Yeah. Yeah, um, next. Yeah, I. Yeah, in I think it'd be an exciting me, and I think this one will be closer than uh, the two semi-finals in the in the in the seniors. Um, but yeah, it's it's difficult to see past that Polish trio. Um, you know, with Muscoviak and Cerniak. Yeah, Cerniak being at number three is is. It's something that that shows us how, how what sort of form Przemski is in. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go with Poland as well. Um, I, I think 
I think Great Britain will, will do well to get a medal without being wanting to be too pessimistic in this one. Obviously, I was very, you know, very back the boys with the seniors, but um, I just sort of look at some of the four. You know, Tom Brennan obviously has, has been in has been in good form, but you look at some of the form in the top division from from Kemp and Flint, and you, you do worry a little bit. I, yeah, the, uh, plenty of these riders are, are not necessarily going to be in uh, would be heat leaders or, or whatever, even in the Premiership. But it's I, I do worry a little bit about Great Britain as if we can pick up a medal. I think a medal is a, is a good is a good evening, whether even that be third. I think that's a good evening's work. Um, but I think I think Poland will probably run away with this one, um, even on a even on a Danish track. Um, I think the Danes will, will probably come quite close. I think um, Basso, and you've you know, got to look at um, Knudsen's scores for Berwick since he's come in. He, he's, he's adapted pretty well to British track, so you, you'd imagine he's pretty pretty hot in, in Denmark on Voyens. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go with Poland, and then I'd probably suggest Denmark picking up a silver medal in this one. Yeah, definitely. And, and over to you, Kane. I don't, I don't want to rush you too much, but uh, we're down to the final 10 minutes. <laughs> um, you know, it's sort of reiterating what you two said. Um going to be hard to look past Poland but I think you can make a case for probably all the teams in there um, you know, Sweden probably I think they'll be likely to be last you know like you said it's probably a, maybe a year or two too late for too early even for Gustav and Kasper I think Philip, Philip will have a, a few points in him um, but then you know Jan Kvek for Czech Republic uh, Brennan is going quite well I think he should have been in GP2 Anyway, so you would be riding these people already. Um, obviously, Poland they've got Przemysky, Muscovic, and Cherniak, the three riders who are, you know, they're going to be world class, all going well. Uh, then Gusts, which he's proved what he could do at Prague, and Keane and Rue as well at Australia. Um, but I'm going to go for Denmark purely on the fact that they're at home, and if I'm not mistaken. Ben Basso and Jonas Knudsen both ride for Voyens. So, you know, they couldn't have a better track to really have have it their way. Um, but like yeah. I said, you know, we could see a real upset. Um, or we just see Poland win another medal. But I just, I just have a feeling that Denmark will do something here. Um, could be wrong. Wouldn't be the first time. Won't be the last time. But you know, it's, I just yeah, I'm gonna go for Denmark because it would be nice. Yeah, it's, it's that, great. That's, that's my reason. I like Denmark. They've got some good riders on show, so I expect the uh, the Speedway Nations too to be a really competitive meeting, and I look forward to watching that one. Um, so just before we go this evening, I just want to talk about obviously the final, our predictions, and also the British final, which will be happening next Monday as well. So um, I think what we'll do is. Um, We'll just have a brief go on the speed, the final itself in the Speedway Nation. So I'll come to you first, Rob, and who you think is going to win the final itself. So, yeah, in the final, I would. I think, I t- I think I said Britain last week, didn't I? I think I did. I tell you what, I'm going to go with that. Why not? I'm going to, I'm going to back the boys, and I'm going to, I'm going to go with Great Britain. Um, yeah, I think it's our strongest trio that we've had. Well, I think it's the strongest looking sort of World Cup Speedway Nations team we've we've had since the early noughties at the, at the very, very most recent. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with us. I just 
for some reason, Poland don't seem to be able to quite get it together in a pairs competition. Um, so on that basis, um, with a little bit of luck, um, I'm going to say Great Britain. Um, I think the uh, the middle positions would be Poland, GB and Denmark. I think Australia would be pretty close, assuming all of these countries qualify, of course. But yeah, I'm going to go Britain, actually. Why not? Okay. Yeah, why it. not? Good shout. Um, personally, myself, um, as much as I would love to see us win it, and I really hope we do, I, I suspect Poland, and as I said to Ollie last week, are a wounded animal at the moment. Um, and they'll, they'll be doing their utmost to win this. And I'm sort of edging towards Poland at the moment, even over Denmark. And I wouldn't be surprised to see us come second in the final as well. Um, it, it's going to be really tight there at the top. For me, there's three nations, Poland, GB and Denmark. Um, you could probably put Australia in that bracket as well, but I just think that they'll be edged out in the end. So that's my three, but I'm just going to go for Poland on this one. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to join you there. Um, I think Poland, are, they'll be out for revenge after last season as well. Um, I think bringing Dudek back in, I think that'll be key. Because um, I think Janowski is probably, well, he did let them down in the final last year. But, you know, this season specifically, he's really not, he's not pulling number two. You know, Dudek is having a much better season, I think. And I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if we see him actually take the majority of the rides of Janowski's. I think Smarzik will likely, you know, he'll have his full rides, you know, barring like a, a crash or an injury or, you know, he is just not doing very well. But this is Bartosz Smarzik and that probably won't happen. So, yeah, I just, I think, you know, you're you guaranteed near enough maximum from Smarzik wherever he goes. And basing it on Dudek's form alone, I think he's solid enough back up. And I think he, in an EU team, he could probably lead a team. So, yeah, I just can't see past Poland. I think Denmark will win them close. I think we'll pick up third. Good stuff. And then, just to finish off tonight's show, then we'll have to run through this quickly. We have like two um, minutes. Yeah, the British final, uh, obviously, next Monday at Bellevue. Um, and we'll talk about this probably on the show next week when we're on as well. We've got three and a half minutes, so I'm going to race through. So I want our predictions for the British final next week. And um, who should I come to you first? We'll come to you, Kane, first. Dan Bealey. Woo! Wacky, 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 Rob, we'll come to you. Uh, I hate to agree with Kane on anything, but Dan Bealey. Oh, wacky, wacky. Don't mind that one. Do you know what? I'm a, I'm a bit of a romanticist. And, uh, He's, going I'm, Harris, I'm, I'm, He's going to harass me. He's going to harass me. Because I can't think of... Someone made a comment today, I think. Can you imagine what it's going to be like at Cardiff if Chris Harris rocks up? See, but this is this is what I think. Dan Bewley wins, Chris Harris second. Boom, easy. It's a good okay. shout. It's a good shout. I'll tell you what, it is a good shout, but I, oh, you know what? I can't do it. No, I can't do it. I'm following you. You've already wrote it down. You've put, you've put Chris Harris. That sounds like you've already put Chris Harris, mate. He's changed it. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I've taped Dan Bewley. Okay. I, I'm, I'm going to go back to the original Chris Harris then. Okay. You sure? Do you want to take the rest of the show to decide? Or are you, well, he's not right? got long. He's two, less than I'll two minutes. Now. I'll go Chris Harris because I'd love to see it happen and then we all rock up at Cardiff and then Chris Harris wins the Grand Prix in, a, in an all-British top four. I would love that. Scenes. Imagine that. We'll get dream. Yeah, then, yeah, I think you might want to wake up from this. No, the whole show's been a dream, mate, I think. But it'd be exciting to watch. But, uh, oh, incredible. Yeah, so anyway... 
that's gonna that concludes the show for us this evening. Um, um, a, a lot going on this week, and that means that we'll have a lot to talk about next week. So we'll look forward to that one. We've got obviously next week we'll be talking a review of the Speedway Nations as it is. We'll, we'll be talking through the British final, I'm sure as well. Um, I just want to finish off on on something quite. I wouldn't say it's, it's quite it's quite nice to have talked to a few people this week. Although we've not had a guest on the the show this week, it's not been through the want of trying. But personally, myself, I've spoke to some people that um, I grew up with in the nineties. Um, people like Joe Joe Screen, um, he come back to us. Andy Smith uh, and David Norris as well. And David Norris is one that I want to talk about. One of the last great entertainers for me of this sport. Uh, I mean, you two guys won't remember David when he was in his element. Um, very much a, a Nicky Pedersen type character. You either loved him or you hated him. Um, and I know David was, he's keen to keep the memories that he's had, which is why he doesn't want to come on shows like this, because he doesn't want to stir up those memories that he had in the past. He wants to keep them there. But I just want to say what a great guy David is. Um, he, he had kind words for everybody on the show and told us to keep doing what we're doing because there's people like us that keep the sport going. Um, and for me, David will always be remembered as the pantomime villain of the sport. Um, and I just hope we have more characters like that in, in the future. Pe- people like Nicky Pedersen as well, guys, who's probably kept us going through the years as well. Yes. <laughs> but um, a big thank you to you two guys. Um, look forward to the meetings this week. Um, it's another week closer till we meet up at Cardiff. Um, but once again, a big thank you to you two. And then we'll um, we'll speak again next week, I'm sure. Thank you yes. very much. Oh wait, thanks, wait, thanks, guys. Cheers, guys. See you next week. Ciao. Network.